Welcome to chapter 5 of The Lock. Uh, before we get started, this is just your weekly reminder that if you want to, you can read ahead on Wattpad, where I already have several chapters of The Lock published. Go to tinyurl.com slash wattpadthelock. Uh, you can also support me on Patreon if you'd like. The URL for that is patreon.com slash stephenweibel. Without further ado, let's jump into chapter 5. Chapter 5. The Bait They had stopped about three-fourths of the way up the mountain. At first, Lena thought it was just for a rest, but the bald man pointed to a cave a couple yards away. I think that's it, he said. Stringbean, as Lena had nicknamed the man with the stringy hair, squinted his eyes in the direction of the caves and raised a skeptical eyebrow. Are you sure? I'm fairly certain. You must be positive. Baldy squinted at the caves, scrunching his brows and taking a long, hard look. That's it, he said. I'm sure of it. Stringbean scowled. You'd better be. He reached into his knapsack and produced a small length of rope. Get on the ground, he told Lena. Her eyes widened. What? Why do you... Do it, he shouted, raising his arm as if to strike her. She glared at him. Her mind did a quick calculation. Could she retrieve the keychain from her pocket and plunge it into his neck quickly enough to escape? Probably not with Baldy there. She might be able to take out Stringbean, but Baldy would be on her immediately. Begrudgingly, she obeyed, kneeling on the ground. Stringbean pushed her down, scraping her chin, chin against the ground. Ouch! Watch it, you dick! He ignored her. He grasped her wrists and tied them together, then did the same with her ankles. Lena cursed. She wouldn't be able to run away with her legs tied up. Grab her, Stringbean ordered Baldy. Stringbean grabbed her legs and Baldy wrapped his arms around her torso. They lifted her up and headed for the cave. What are you doing to me, Lena demanded. She writhed back and forth, struggling against her captor's grips, but to no avail. They ignored her, marching toward the cave, determined. When they reached the mouth of the cave, Stringbean stopped. Let's leave her here, he said. Are you sure? Baldy asked. Why not place her a little further in so we don't have to, you know, see it? Stringbean hesitated. That's not a bad point, he said. We'll run in when we hear the screams. Lena didn't understand what that meant, but it certainly didn't sound good. The men carried her in the cave. It curved to the left, and as soon as they'd gone far enough that the light from the entrance was no longer visible, they dropped her onto her back. Stringbean bent down until he was face to face with Lena. Stay here, he hissed through girded teeth. Don't move a muscle. If you try to escape, we'll slit your throat. With that, he turned around and walked out, baldy on his heels. As soon as they left, she struggled to sit up on her knees. Her mind raced. Why had she been, why had she been thrown into this cave with her wrists and ankles bound together? It seemed like she was being used as bait for something. But what? A dragon? After everything she'd just been through, it didn't seem like such a wild idea. Whatever it was, she knew she had to get away before it took the bait. Could the keychain cut through the rope? Maybe. Unfortunately, her wrists were bound in front of her, and the keychain was in her back pocket. She reached around and was just barely able to slip her finger into her back pocket and pull out the keychain. She held it, pointing the sharp points inward toward the rope around her wrists. 
The sides weren't sharp, but she found that if she poked the tip through the rope, she could unfurl the strands. After a few minutes of this, the ropes fell off her wrists. From there, she was able to simply untie the binds around her ankles. Now what? She couldn't just run out of the cave. Stringbean and Baldy were presumably waiting out there, and would probably tackle her as soon as she ran past them. Then again, maybe there was an opportunity to take them by surprise. Stringbean had said, We'll run in when we hear the screams. If she started screaming, they'd run in, but their eyes would take a minute to adjust to the darkness. She'd have a leg up, and she could use her keychain to attack them and escape. It wasn't the best plan in the world, but so far it was her best shot at escaping. And besides, she didn't want to be here when whatever was slumbering in the depths of the cave decided it was ready for a snack. She cleared her throat. Ah! she screamed. As soon as she heard herself, she realized she needed to do better or the two men would never believe she was being attacked. Ah! Help! she cried. Better. She let out one last, high-pitched, blood-curdling scream, and she knew she'd struck gold. She crouched, doing her best to blend into the shadows, and waited. The two men came running into the cave. They flew past Lena, then slowed, realizing they'd gone too far and wondering why they weren't encountering any of the carnage they'd been expecting. Lena crept up behind Baldy as silently as she could manage. She held her keychain up to his neck and then plunged the sharp cat ears into his flesh. He cried out. Lena stabbed him twice more. Baldy grabbed at his neck, and Lena shoved him to the ground. Stringbean turned around. There was a look of surprise on his face, but he reacted far quicker than Lena was expecting. She realized he was holding a large axe, one he had to hold with both hands. He raised it above his head and brought it down, but Lena had already dodged out of the way. The sound of the blade striking the stone ground reverberated throughout the cave. Before he could raise his axe again, Lena leapt forward and plunged her keychain into the back of Stringbean's neck. He dropped the axe and instinctively brought his hands to the wound. Lena struck again, bringing the points of the keychain down on his hands. He cried out in pain, and Lena kicked him in the back, bringing him to his knees. She darted past her wounded foes and sped out of the cave as fast as her legs would carry her. She found two knapsacks outside that the two men had left behind. She picked them up and strung them over her shoulders. Before she could take off again, she heard the men inside the cave begin to scream, accompanied by the snarling of something completely inhuman. She'd never heard someone die before. The shrill screams made her blood run cold. She suppressed the urge to vomit. She turned around and began to head back down the mountain. Whatever monstrosity was in that cave could enjoy its meal of string bean and baldy in peace. Lena wanted no part of it. That concludes chapter five of The Lock. Um, before we bid each other adieu, uh, just a reminder that if you go to my website, stephenweibel.com, and sign up for my email list, I will send you a free ebook. Um, that being said, I'll see you next week for chapter six. Thanks for listening.